This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. My friend Jimmy Fela is back on the Janistein podcast to bring smiles and laughter into your work week. Because we could all use a little Fela fun these days. And lately, I see him everywhere, lighting up the TV screens and riding the radio waves from Fox and Friends in the morning to primetime at night. He's also the host of Fox Across America and one of my best buddies at the Fox News Channel. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Jimmy Fela. Boom. Jimmy Fela, you have made the Dean's List three times more than any other guest. Uh, you, listen, in my head, I can't hear you because they're playing the theme song from the Jeffersons right now. <laughs> Moving on up. Take off the apron, Jenny Fela. We to are going out tonight, girl. Woohoo! Wheezy. I'm sorry I don't have a prize for you or any cash giveaway. Your, your presence <laughs> is the present, as you know, Janice Dean. I'm so your we're talking fan, about these fancy headphones that you are wearing. Brian <laughs> Kilmeade. Brian Kilmeade has them as well. Uh-huh. Setting the scene here because we are on the radio and you can't see what's happening mm-hmm. on uh, your video screen. Yes. They have these um, headphones. And I've been in radio a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have to make an invention so that women do not ruin their hairdo with them because these will just crush your head. Yes, the, the traditional headphone, we call them cans. Cans, that's right. Uh-huh. Which, Which can be, yeah, yeah, can I don't go know the if you other can way. use the, uh, that these days, <laughs> you can. but I'll take it. In 2023, she's got her cans out. <laughs> Doesn't sound the best. Although I will tell you, you'll, you'll boost engagement with the truckers listening live. Those are nice cans. Hey, we're trying to get some Fox Nation subscriptions out of this deal. Like, I want to see. I want to see the cans. So Janice Dean, uh, we used to call them cans, but basically head Phones that have the overhead harness. Yes. But unfortunately, they compress your hair. It's terrible. Yeah, as a guy, it looks, I think, worse because if you have any type of product or whatever, it just molds your head into like a headphone hat. <laughs> yes. If you're a girl, I would like to think, you know, your hair has just such fabulous body. Oh, no, no, but it does. That's why you're a third time <laughs> guest. <laughs> No, but it does. And I would imagine it would buoyantly bounce back. And it takes a long time to get this. No, no, but it works, girl. But it works. Well, thank you. So the point is we were arguing, not arguing, but off air discussing the fact that it might be nice to have these non-over-the-head earphones like me and Kilmeade wear. Right. So did you buy them yourself? Did you ask someone to... I've always had them. Okay. Okay. When when they gave me my radio show, when the other 37 people turned it down, (laughs) (laughs) and they gave in to the demands I had made during the hostage crisis, no, uh, when they started the show, I was already using these headphones as a guest host that were basically just my workout headphones. Ah. I just liked them over the ear. Right. Um, and then I just started doing them here and getting booked on TV and like then I had to use them. Do they still give you that full body sound? No, they're not as good. Okay. So your hair looks better. Yes. But your audio experience is actually okay. worse. Okay. So you know what? I have to come up with an invention that has the same 
fabulous experience of hearing yourself yeah, yeah, in the headphones. Yeah, girl. And, but doesn't ruin your hairdo. All right. Well, this is for Shark Tank. Get O'Leary. Where is he? He's always around He's the building. He's in the building. Yeah, let's go grab What's O'Leary. What's going on with that? Tell him a headphone. Is he allowed to do that? I, uh, we, we could work it out. Hmm. In the words of the Beatles, we so can work it out. I like that. I like the way that you did that. There's mm. a reason why you're the third time oh, on the Dean's list. You spoil me rotten, girl. So this podcast is being aired after the weekend of Mother's Day. So we have to talk about Jenny, Jenny, your Fela. love. Uh-huh. What are you going to be doing for Val- uh, Valentine's Day? I mean, are you that kind of guy? I feel like <laughs> I don't need to celebrate the holidays with mm-hmm. my honey because uh, you know what? He appreciates me. He doesn't have to like yeah, yeah. all of a sudden go get a card at the CVS with the flowers. <laughs> go, go by. Well, no, listen, I go to the finest gas station on Long Island. <laughs> I, I trigger like a queen. We go to White Castle. No, Jenny's a good egg. But what I find is uh, Mother's Day, if you are a dad. Okay, yes. and my mom, uh, the great Marianne Fell is still alive. So Mother's Day for me is more about doting on my own mom. Okay. But Aww. while simultaneously making sure your son does something nice for his. Got it. You dig? So we'll take Jenny out. We'll treat her good. Okay. But you got to make sure Lincoln drew a card or you at least stole a nice hood <laughs> ornament out of the parking lot and put a chain around it's it. It's the thought the that counts as long as he doesn't go to jail. Yeah, the little things. Uh, but it's funny because two stories I'll give you really fast. Yes, please. I almost resent my mom because I was raised too well. Like, I was raised in a good, loving, supportive house. Okay. And I'm a semi-talented guy. You are. You're very talented. No, but the point is, if I would have had, like, a a more of a a pain-in-the-butt mom, I probably would have achieved all my success, like, 20 years ago. I could be on the back end right now. Do you tell your mom that? Yeah, sometimes. You guilt her into it? I'm like, the highest compliment I can can give you is that it took me this long to find (laughs) success, because I was already happy. I was having a good time. That's awesome. So what do you do for your mom? Um, When you think of your mom, what do you think? Oh, so my mom is a human parade float. Okay. Always in a good mood everywhere she goes. You know, there is. There's a guy throwing lollipops behind her when she walks down the street. She's crazy. She's actually been here and uh, she's out of control because my mom uh, will walk around the building and just like like it's a zoo. Like she looks into offices and starts commenting on the exhibits. That is fantastic. She's like, oh, that one's on the phone. I'm like, that one can hear you. Uh, Get back in my office and shut up. You know, she's a good egg. So my mom, we get a we have a nice little brunch. We do a brunch, my mom and my aunt Fran. does she live sister. in the NYC area? Yes, my mom's area. still in Levittown. Okay. Where I, she's in the house Levittown. I grew up in. Levittown, New York. Hey, okay. girl. And uh, we do a brunch for all the moms in the family. Yeah. Oh. So the moms, you know, my mom and my Aunt Fran, which is her sister. Yes. And then Jenny would fall under that umbrella. Okay. And my sister yep. and stuff of that nature. Yep. So it's an all in. It's like an 11 o'clock booze fest in a Long Island backyard. <laughs> it sounds fancy. It's bagels from a Long Island bagel place. I make a fancy quiche. Everybody oh. has. A nice a quiche. Time. Let me tell you. Quiche me once. <laughs> I, I have to give credit to this on the air. So I'm kind of a quiche cover band. <laughs> okay. In that the original to my, I have this show-stopping quiche recipe. Everybody you do. like, no, it'll change your life. But I want to be clear. Okay. It is a cover. It is just a better version of a Steve Ducey quiche. And wow. he knows this. We've had this discussion on okay. my show. He allows this. Yeah, no, he does. Okay. So Ducey, in one of his phenomenal cookbooks, mm-hmm. makes a, and it's really delicious. It's called a hash brown quiche, where you oh, just put hash good. browns in a frying pan oh. and use them as the quiche. Fantastic, okay. right? Smart. But where I next leveled it is 
is I turned it into a sweet potato tater tot quiche. Oh. So it's tater tots in a frying pan as you're crossed, baked in an oven with all the fun stuff on top okay. of it. Okay. And it's really like a three-ingredient thing, taught to me by Ducey, okay. that I just tweaked with one ingredient. Right. But people really walk away thinking I'm like a Michelin chef. Game chaver. You know, they, they think I've changed their lives. And I am right. not a Michelin chef. Like, I worked at a Michelin tire place, you know, <laughs> <laughs> two shifts in the 90s. I didn't know what that Michelin thing was until... Yeah, yeah. Probably a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're like Z-rated. I'm like, is that a speed? Is that a chef? How does <laughs> right. that work? Oh, so do you like to cook? I do. Listen, I do. That was one of the upsides of the pandemic is like when we were locked down, you could either develop like a new habit or you could develop a drinking problem. <laughs> and I already had a drinking problem. So I'm like, not Stop. really. But I'm like, I guess I'll learn how to cook. And right. I cook some things, use the time well. And now I tell my son Lincoln this all the time. If you can cook like seriously three or four things, that's it. Yep. It's all you need in your rotation. Uh-huh. But everyone you meet and ever come in contact with will leave thinking you are like this next level like bon vivant, right? Like, you know, and uh, that's the perception of me amongst my friends is that I am like a next level chef. I can only cook three things. What are the things? Uh, three okay. things. So I make a, a vicious aforementioned tater tot quiche. Yes. I know how to. F All right. So when I make a steak, and this matters, <laughs> and my son goes to gets to go once in a while. If I'm at like an event, I'll take him to the fancy steak place. It's like a Del Frisco's next door. Uh -huh. He will say at the table. This, you've kind of ruined it for me because you make a better <gasps> steak than Del Frisco's wow. or Bobby Vance or something like that. Okay. Now, to be clear, this is just a very, it's a two-stepper where I'm making a steak in a frying pan, searing it on one side. Okay. And then throwing it in the oven at 450 on the other. Oh. It only takes about five minutes. Okay. But now it's, it's you know, it's actually like, you Did know. Did you come up with this brainchild yourself? It's, it is a, uh, you've, there's, there's varying approaches to the steak game. Some okay. people go all pan. Some people go all oven. Little right. Mine's kind of a hybrid that okay. through trial and error. Mm -hmm. And I do mean error, and I'll tell you why really quickly. I've perfected this recipe. Are you ready for the error? Yes. So Jenny Fela is a phenomenal home decorator. <laughs> and also a wonderful chef. She does it all. Like she, you, you human trafficking. You, no, I'm kidding. She's great, though. Very talented. <laughs> So Jenny Fela. That was a joke. That was absolutely a joke, but stick with me. Uh, Jenny Fela is a fabulous home decorator. You know, she does the olive oil in like the clear glass bottle with oh, the pour yes. on top. Okay. Uh -huh. But you know what else she did one year, one summer? Okay. She also put the hand soap in one of those bottles. <laughs> It is, of course, the same color as the olive oil, the <laughs> right. same golden olive color. Yes. And I once came back from like a bender in L.A. doing stand-up and cooked a steak in soap <laughs> on two sides, <laughs> threw it in the oven. And we're like, wow, the kitchen smells great. What's on that steak? It's rosy and Did you flowery. Eat it? Uh, I got a bite in. And, uh, you know, a little alarm went off. And then you recognized like, what was going to work, big man. <laughs> Yeah, and when it was weird because when I was done rinsing all the pots and pans, they smelled like olive oil. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, something went on here. But I'm no, but it's true. That, yep. that happened. Okay. Not proud. So trial so, and error. Trial and error. And then, but how did you come up with the, the searing and then going into the oven? People do say both. So I've just experimented with both. But okay. Essentially, I cook in a cast iron pan. Okay. Are those the ones you don't wash? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not the chef or the cook okay. in the family. Yes. Mm -hmm. But is that true about those cast iron pans that you're not supposed to put them in the dishwasher? No, no, you don't put them in the dishwasher, but you can wash them with a very minimal amount of soap. Okay. Very minimal. But then, like, isn't that weird? Because you've got all sorts of food still in there. No, no, no. Because you know what happens when you light them back up? You'd cook away anything that you thought oh, would be bacteria. Okay, okay. It's kind of like the grill. Gotcha. So it's, yeah, it's not as bad as it sounds. But no, it works. It's a thing. Okay. Got it. 
Janestine. That's number two. Mm-hmm. What's your third dish? All right, so here's one. Again, this is another through the process type of move. Okay. Uh-huh. I make really good burgers. Now, this is a thing. So it's usually meat products. Look at me. Okay. (laughs) I love meat products. Okay, thanks. Look at me. Again, Again, this is back to the morning zoo talk about the cans. (laughs) The cans. Come look at my cans. She really likes her meat, you know. Ooga. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Wake up with the zoo. Um, so stick with me. I would take. I would take. I have a good burger recipe, and it's this is simple now, Janestine, and you can cook these anyway and not screw them up. Okay. Frying pan, oven, grill, it's all the same. Wow. Okay, if you're listening at home, you can make these for your mom. She might like them. I don't know. Mother's Day. Gourmet, fancy burgers. Here we go. So two pounds of chopped meat. Okay. A lot of panko breadcrumbs. Oh. That's your texture. That's going to hold this bad boy together. Right. Okay. Do you need an egg in there too? You got an egg in there. For sure you do. For sure you do. (laughs) Okay. Go out, spend the $71 on a carton of eggs. You'll thank me later. (laughs) Just one egg or two? Just uh, two pounds. So you got an egg per pound. Okay, got it. So you go in two pounds of meat. You got two uh, eggs. Okay. You're 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 already in the hole like 300 bucks. Thanks, Biden. Oh, I love it. This inflation. All right. So two pounds of chopped meat, two eggs. Okay. A, I don't measure the panko because I'm, you know, old school. Right. Just, you know, you just throw it in there. Out, but a good, a, a good amount of panko. Okay. Okay. It's panko. You're going in. Okay. <laughs> now we're coming through. You have to get some kind of a barbecue rub. Oh, yeah. So whatever you're into, like maple wood, barbecue, whatever, mesquite, doesn't matter. Okay. The point is just get it in there. It's gonna and, and again, How much? generous, generously generous. Okay. season this meat, okay. generously. Okay, <laughs> it's so much fun. Then I go get uh, raw garlic. Okay. Okay. Yep. Some people would say like two cloves, three cloves. Again, I'm making this to the eye, so I'm just throwing a scoop. A scoop of a scoop, maybe a tablespoon. Right. A scoop. Throw it okay. in there. Why Enough not? to get away Dracula Listen, or yeah, what? Yeah, no, get aggressive. It's two pounds of meat. You all throw right. it in. We're all gonna die someday. You gotta live. <laughs> okay. You gotta live. That's okay. Right. So you throw it in there. Okay. Then you come through with some Worcestershire sauce. Mm-hmm. And I think to the eye I'm pouring in about uh half a cup of Worcestershire sauce. Holy moly. But the breadcrumbs kind of hold this contraption together. They don't sog too much. Got it. If you got to throw in salt and pepper because you're bored and you like the song that's on in the kitchen (laughs) before you go out to the grill, fine. I don't carry the way. But basically just roll them up at that point. Wow. And when you cook them out, like it's weird. It's this odd delicacy. It's but Sounds amazing. It really does work. And again, we don't, obviously I'm a cheeseburger guy, but we don't put anything on them. And oh. people eat them like this is a thing. Okay. People don't even put condiments on them. Like I, they really come out that well. That's a huge compliment. No, if that matters. You don't need condiments or cheese. No, and three of the lawsuits by the Board of Health were dropped <laughs> in this past month alone. So we feel confident <laughs> about the, the chef. I talked about this with somebody the other day. I think my last meal, if I know it's going to be my last meal, will either be a BLT or a really good cheeseburger with French fries. Yeah, it would. Yeah. So every time everybody, people ask me this question, because that sounds, it sounds like what you predicated your last meal preference on is just sheer joy. Okay. Exactly. You love it. It's the, the taste classic, buds are going crazy. Throw the fastball. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. But you know what I base it on? What? If it's, if it's, I'm truly eating it as a last meal. Okay. 
I should want to die afterwards. Like I gotta <laughs> eat something in a way that I'm actually at peace with it. You know when you've eaten so much that you're calling yourself names on the couch? You want to like hurt yourself? Yeah, no. I mean, if it's the last meal, why wouldn't you? Because then at least you know you're like smiling at the guy when he the firing squad. Because you're like, you know, I deserve this, right? Because I'm not gonna wake up the next day yeah, and regret this. Exactly. After what I did. And we'll be back with more of the Janice Dean podcast right after this. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So my big meal, this okay. is a big gluttonous horror that I serve. I love it. Okay, is Lincoln and I, as my 14-year-old kid, we actually make, it's called a steak and spaghetti. Okay. And so what we'll do, okay, is we'll eat each eat a two-pound steak, a porterhouse, okay. with a pound of spaghetti on top of it, and we split a bag of tater tots. Now, this doesn't sound like it should work, but it does. Okay. There's tomato sauce on you top of that. You put the tater tots on top of that? Yeah, we mix it in with the <gasps> spaghetti and the steak and just oh. chop it up. Up and wow. it's gluttonous and it's wonderful oh. and your face looks nice and puffy on TV for a week afterwards. <laughs> the makeup people hiss when you show up to work in the morning and rightfully so. You had that last meal, yeah. didn't you, Jimmy? <laughs> but I'm saying as a last meal, yeah. as a first meal of the week before a bunch of TV hits, no. But as a firing squad facing meal, <laughs> this is your gal. This is your gal. <sighs> a steak and spaghetti. So you have to explain what AI is to me because it's in the news. Mm. Obviously, we're all going to die because of it. Um, I I don't. Is it like Hal from 2000, 2001, that movie? What is AI? Well, okay. So artificial intelligence comes under a lot of umbrellas in this day and age. But the one we're focusing on right now is basically the chat GPT version of this, where it's creating, it can write term papers and And create information. And where did this come from? I know. Basically, a bunch of nerds who watched sci-fi movies. Right, like 2001. Yes, of course. But didn't heed the warning. You know, because where Elon Musk is in all of this. Yes. Okay, is, you know, he's a guy calling for a pause as he's developing his own AI, to be clear. Yeah. But calling for a slowdown because the thing seems to be gaining intelligence too quickly. What is the thing? Where is the thing? Show me the thing. I don't know. the Again, back to our morning zoo. (laughs) That's a great (laughs) clip. Can you clip that for my show? Just, I, I, I know. So stick. Okay. So what I what 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 is happening is they're all developing their own base. It's basically like a digital infrastructure. There isn't a thing. There isn't like a box. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But in terms of its ability to to program and spread information, it can write term papers. It can be Twitter bots. You know. Yeah. It, it can, can write edit, a hit song. Do, yeah, of course, it can write a hit song and poetry. And basically, it's gaining intelligence at the point that it might start to prioritize its own well-being over ours. Ah. At which point, it wouldn't say like, "I don't like you, humans. You're you're gotta go." Right. It would just start manipulating us into doing self-destructive things that would 
make us go. This is really scary. This is where it's scary. Okay? This is not just Y2K stuff. No, no. This is where it's scary. Okay. Humans, as hard as this is to believe, if you've, uh, but if you've ever spent a second on social media, you wouldn't believe this, but humans are the smartest species on earth. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. If you went on Facebook for an hour, you'd be like, no way we're top three. There's no way. There's no way. There's got to be like a goose out there or something. No way. But anyway, humans have never not been the smartest species on earth. All right. The reason that matters is most of us have a soul and we do not use our superior intellect to okay. eradicate the species beneath us. Right. Meaning we couldn't beat chimpanzees in a fight, but we could kill them with weaponry. Yes. But we don't because we're compassionate and we have souls. Yes. The concern is artificial intelligence doesn't have a soul. Right. So if it becomes the predominant entity, what becomes of us. That's the concern. Okay. And what Elon Musk is basically in this Jurassic Park film we're filming here, yeah. is he's the guy but saying- But where is the AI? Who is the AI? Where am every, I going to find the AI? Everyone is creating like their own and it'll essentially just function on the internet as like the way a search engine does. Okay. It's just an information source. All right. But Elon Musk is basically saying we shouldn't build these dinosaurs so quickly. Yeah, it but is every, like Jurassic Park. Of course, Park. but everybody else is like, are you kidding me? Look at all the tickets we'll sell. Oh. And now we're going to have dinosaurs running around. Well, and and for us, it's worrisome. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to have an AI weather person? No, they can't replace Janice Dean, the weather machine. <laughs> Imagine that there's an actual well, weather machine. we can't machine. even get a five-day forecast right, so how's no. the AI going to know? Now the AI doesn't No, know. the AI doesn't. I'm living proof of that. <laughs> we can't even get a five-day forecast right. So let's start with that AI, people. How about that? Um, so listen. I think at this point, the fears are kind of like overblown. Okay. Um, but, this is good. Yes. But I think they're overblown for a reason is we need to be a little cautious here because okay. the potential for us to lose uh, that championship belt in terms of overall intelligence yes. does would represent you know, a precarious spot to find humanity in. Okay. So pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take our time. Don't get mom AI for mother's day <laughs> to bring it full. Maybe go with my burger recipe. <laughs> I mean, a, a steak and spaghetti is if you believe the AI is going to kill us anyway, then yeah, do the spa steak and spaghetti. A full circle. But I want to, I want uh -huh. to ask you about Twitter. What do you think about Twitter right now? Uh, Twitter to me, I don't think it's functioning properly still. I think the algorithm is off. Okay. And I know a lot of people who say this right now. Yes. Their engagement is really weird. It is. And, you know, there are days on Twitter, like I can tell you going back like a month and a half ago, I could tweet a funny joke and it might actually get like 90,000 likes. Wow. Now I can tell you the best thing I've tweeted in the last two weeks would be lucky if it got 2,000. Huh. And it's not because everyone unfollowed me or got mad at me or right. changed their values in my audience. Mm -hmm. It's that they don't always see it. Ah. It's weird. And a lot of people are saying that, that what happened was they were trying to boost engagement on Twitter. So there was this experiment going on where we were all seeing people in our thread that we didn't follow. Okay. Do you remember yes. that? People were complaining about it. Yes. Like, I don't follow any of these people. <laughs> and they were basically doing that because by putting contradictory viewpoints into our feed, they assumed we'd react to all of them and be like, no, screw you. Really? And it would boost engagement and keep us on the platform longer. Ah. But lo I think ultimately what they learned is people prefer their echo chamber. They, yes. Or at least if you're going to just tell jokes and post positive stuff, yeah. you want to be surrounded by that. Yeah. But what people don't understand about Twitter is it is a fight club for people who don't want to get hit. <laughs> Okay. Instead of meeting up with Brad Pitt and Ed Norton, they just open up their iPhone and anything you tweet on Twitter is an invitation to a fight to someone else. You might not think so. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. 33 years ago today, a dog got a balloon. <laughs> and they're like, well, too bad Trump. 
And you're like, wait, what? Trump didn't know the dog. He didn't have a dog. He didn't know the balloon. And that's how it goes. Right, yeah. So if you're going into Twitter, you got to realize every time you do, you're showing up to a party, okay? It's the first social thing you've done tonight. Yeah. But everyone at that party is on their 12th round of drinks. Yeah. You're always walking in and looking around. It's like there's a famous Larry David story where he once went on stage as a comedian. It was like, this is like folklore. He once went on stage, like stand up New York, looked around at the audience and was like, nah, and walked off. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes, that's a famous story. That's amazing. Yes, he was just like, no, nah, I'm not feeling this. And, I <laughs> and tell he never you, came back? No, and that's half of the times I log on to Twitter. I read three tweets and I'm like, nah, yeah. <laughs> not today. I feel the same way. And probably it's a good thing because mm -hmm. it was getting to the point where my kids were like, mom, get off your device. Mom. I just feel like I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm. You you want it, but you don't want it. No, Twitter don't care about you, girl. <laughs> Nowhere in the world is there a person who'd be better off if only they spent another half hour on Twitter. Yeah. No one's writing that country song. That's a well, you it's know. a good one. It's a <laughs> <laughs> you could write it. I have faith in you, uh, and you could do it on chat. Chat Whatever GBT. it's called, we could give it an assignment. What is GBT? GP. I don't know what GBT stands for. I what? should know. Chat GBT. GPT. That's oh. how out of it we are. <laughs> Chat. It, it stands for like Google something something, and I'm probably wrong about that too. Well, see, I still don't understand, and we have to. You explained it better than anybody has. I'm trying, but I, I to be clear, I took that from Chat. No, I'm kidding. Bot, <laughs> <laughs> write that for me. I'm kidding. But it's 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 a mess, and basically, what what's happening to us right now, and this is why this stuff matters, is the smartphone made life so convenient. Yes. Anything you want, right. you just hit it's a button an, on your phone. It's an encyclopedia right there. You want a there. song, you want a pair of pants, you want to learn something, yeah. whatever you want to do. It's right there. Book a trip, buy a car. Yeah. It's crazy. And we've gotten so married to that convenience yes. that the idea of having this robot think for us would expedite the convenience even more. Yes. Well, we know you. We know what you've bought in the past. We know what song you listen to. So why don't the robot make you a dinner reservation? Oh, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, the robot's like, well, we know you. Why don't you let the robot drive your car off a cliff? Oh, <laughs> you know, my I don't, it's goodness. Not gonna get, it's not going to get to that. But the point is, there's concern that it'll manipulate us to influence perceptions. Yeah. Basically, whoever programs the robot gives it its values. Okay. So the big concern is, if it's overtly politically one-sided, it's mm -hmm. going to try to reshape society in that image. That's the biggest concern in the short term. Oh, my gosh. So you'll have a liberal robot. Right. Telling exactly. us what we're going to have Next, for our last tell, dinner. Telling you, you got to get me a gift from my baby shower. You know, all of that stuff's going on. Yelling at you for eating my burgers because of climate change. It won't give you my recipe. Now you can't even, you know, now you got to go back. Well, it's good for your listenership because they'll have to go back and download this podcast again. Well, that's it. But the see the the chat GBT or whatever it's called uh -huh. is not going to bring Jimmy Fallon and JD together no, like can't this. Happen. Robot, robots aren't doing this. Right? No, thank you. They can, and can robots be funny? I don't know that they can, but I want to believe they can get through the hallways at the Hard Rock Casino better than we can. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we lose. We lose in one spot. Oh, come on. Well, you know what? That's that's a tease for you to go listen to the last time I had Boom. Jimmy Fallon on when we talk about going through the hallways of the Hard Rock Cafe in Florida before the Patriot Awards. This is where our friendship really took off. It this really is our, did. This is our origin story. You know how they tell you like how Batman became Batman? That's right. This is how me and JD became the fierce duo we are. And that's why you've been on the Dean's List for three times! Boom! There it is! Rock and roll! I'm going to sing One Moment in Time by Whitney Houston, but I don't know how because it's now three moments in time. I don't even know how to update it. 
All right. I love you. Thank you so much. You just bring joy to my life. Oh, JD, I miss your ready girlfriend. Mwah. The best. Thank you, Jimmy, for joining me on the Janice Dean podcast again and explaining what AI is and sharing your mouthwatering recipes. More importantly, you make us laugh and feel better about the world around us. Jimmy is such a bright light in a sometimes dark world, and we will keep having him back. Don't forget to listen to his awesome show, Fox Across America, on Fox News Audio, weekdays, 12 to 3. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.